Okay. In the creative process, there are two separate and equally important mentalities. The daydreamers, who synthesize new combinations, and the pragmatics, who stress test new ideas. This is a marriage of two such people. The recordings are not rehearsed. The ideas are real. This is Pitching Ideas with Wifey. I'm Wifey. Hi, Mrs. Miterbump. Hi, Mr. Miterbump. <laughs> so this is actually take number two. You will never hear take number one because we deleted it. It was horrible, dry, and we were both angry for different reasons. Well, it was hard because it was a time pressure situation. Like today. Like today, but even more so. So it kind of ruined the, the podcast. So we started over. So today, what we're discussing is airplane ideas. We have three ideas. I'm going to start from the top. RFID luggage tags. Now, we're going to mix things up a little bit. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I think it is. Mm -hmm. And then you're going to tell me what it is. Okay. So basically, I'm kind of cheating because I already know what it is because we talked about this last time. But I basically thought last time that it was a additional tracking for your luggage. Like, when you send a package through the mail, depending on the service you use, you can check the tracking information to give you a basic estimate of where the item is. So, in this case, it's a way to track and watch where your luggage is. That was that was actually a good addition to the idea. Okay. So what, And the idea was? Basically, making uh, having the RFIDs into passenger luggage tags so when you walk into an airport they put they tag your luggage that actually has an rfid on there besides the actual bar scan code so that way when you go uh, when it goes through the if you're basically carry on or checking in luggage you go through the luggage it goes on to the employees of the airport it gets tagged much easier. You don't have to worry about visual uh, visual cues, keeping an eye on the tag. And, you know, then it goes on to the luggage uh, train or uh, luggage carts towards the uh, uh, airplane. And it also keeps track of where, uh, where it is on that so that way it doesn't go on the wrong plane for uh, at least cuts down on this happening. But oh, that was a nice addition for you to put onto that where it actually gives a user interface for keeping track, visual tracking of it too. Up to a point. You're not obviously going to be able to track it down to the centimeter, but a basic estimate, your luggage is still in the airport. Your luggage is en route. Your luggage is on the plane. That kind of thing. Yep. Okay. The next one is airport slippers. Now, this is a two-part thing. You said that when you go into the airport... You have to take off your shoes in order to go through security, which is very inconvenient, especially if you're older or they're lace-up shoes. It's inconvenient. So you said to just wear your slippers to the airport and pack your shoes. Okay, it's good. Mm -hmm. But you also expanded upon it by saying that they could actually have slipper stores in the mall, in the mall, in the airport, like. They have the Starbucks kiosks and the sunglasses and all that yep. kind of stuff. Basic tour uh, tourist traps for right. stuff like that. And so they will sell you slippers there for the exact purpose of getting through the airport. Now, here's what I was thinking. They would come in a clear plastic case that you could carry. Take the slippers out, put your shoes in. Nice. That way your shoes are clear 
go through the x-ray machine, and you're wearing the slippers through the airport. That's it. Yep. One of the also additions that I have about the airport slippers is that you would wear the slippers basically through the airport onto the plane and through the uh, other side, the uh, other airport, the uh, arrival airport. Right. Now, you can put your shoes back on on the plane if you want to, but you could also wear the slippers. They're going to be comfortable. They're going to be easy to get in and out of, and you're going to be able to wear them for the duration of the flight, which would actually probably help with the sheer uncomfortableness of flying. Yeah. Was that it for the slippers? Yeah, that was basically okay. it. So, like, if you're walking through the Milwaukee airport, you go through TSA. Okay, fine. Um, <laughs> the drone pilot license registry. Now, this one I didn't really understand, so I'm going to let you go with it. Oh, uh, drone pilot license registry. It was an idea for back, uh, back before the... Uh, Amazon craze where it was becoming a uh, register, uh, I mean, for Amazon to send their packages by, by a drone. My idea was that uh, airports could have a separate part of their land property having big practice for uh, drone uh, flights, for commercial drone licen licensing. So that way not only gives the drone operators... Uh, ideas on on the bureaucracy of airplane airplane uh, takeoffs and all that, but also gives them an idea for how to avoid airplanes and avoid uh, crashes and all that. So it gives give and take on both sides for both the airplane, the air uh, airport, and airplanes. Uh, instructions on what what areas are for drones and also the drone uh, commercial drone pi pilots which areas they should avoid. Now, you said that this would be inside the airport. Mm-hmm. Eh, I don't not, know about that. Not, not inside the airport, but on the airport grounds. So. No, I understand that. But airport space is restricted. Mm -hmm. It's restricted for flying, so you couldn't actually fly a drone there. They would have to have a separate area. Yep. Still technically a part, that was an air quote, part yep. of the airport, but separate from the restricted air zones because... Mm -hmm. That would just create tons of problems. Yep. So basically, it's a class mm -hmm. for people to learn how to properly fly drones and stay out of restricted commercial airspace. Yes, and especially if, uh, like, if there was cert certification. And this isn't just for, like, personal use in the fields. This is, like, commercial use that, is what you're saying. Let's say that Amazon's hiring drone carriers, uh, drone You pilots. would be required to take the class. You would be required. Just like anything else you require a or, license for. Or maybe getting a certification through the, maybe, uh, MATC, the... A third party. Uh, okay. Community college type deal. Okay. Was that it for the airport stuff? Yeah, that was it for the airport stuff. Okay. Um, I like the ideas. I think they are smart, especially, honestly, the airport slipper thing. Because I've never actually flown, but I could tell you I sure as hell don't want to take my shoes off. Not to mention the fact that if I wear, like, you can't wear flip-flops. Like, who wants to have their toes just sticking out the whole time they're on the damn plane? Mm -hmm. Like, no. That and, uh, a lot of people are already put doing slippers. For comfort. Not to mention your feet be stinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so these shoes would let your feet breathe and you wouldn't have been wearing your actual shoes 
keeping your socks moist the whole mm-hmm. time and smelly, you'd have breathable shoes that are comfortable that you can walk through the airport in. Yep. And since they're sold in the airport, you could then have permission to wear them in the airport. Yep. Smart. Okay. Now we're going to have the ad space. And you said I don't have to leave it empty. You're just cutting and pasting. You're not recording over. Well, we, uh, the agreement we had with, hey, I've got an idea, guys, is we said three. Now, they actually have their ad space rolling with other people now. Because so they, I basically, we help them to create an ad space, not only inhabit for them, but also advertise saying, hey, advertise with us, but we don't have anybody, uh, anybody else. So that didn't really answer my question. <laughs> my question was, do I need to leave the ad space blank or are you just going to snip it, insert it, retach it with tape? Actually, right now we're just going to give our own advertisements because we don't have any advertisements lined up. Okay, go. So I want to give a shout out to uh, Dirty... Oh, that's when they do the water cooler thing. Yeah. I understand. Uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, uh, Dirty Old Ladies. It's a podcast. It's a podcast by three uh, professional ladies. Now they've each become professional comic and uh, web comic artists in their own right through either uh, personal perseverance or uh, educate um, in various educational backgrounds. So they'll give you various levels of questioning and uh, knowledge on dirty old ladies. Wow, you do terrible ads. Yes. Can, should, should Leah do one? Sure, go ahead. This is an ad for dirty old ladies. It's three caustic, rude, to the point, naughty talking ladies, two of which do their own not safe for work comics that you definitely should look at. They're funny, they say what they think, and they're down to the point. You will enjoy them. Where can you find them, sweetie? Uh, iTunes. Uh, and that's the name, Dirty Old Ladies? Dirty Old Ladies. Not that's what one- you need to look for. Yep. Okay. Are you doing a second ad or no? Do you want to do an ad? Uh, We also have another... Do you want to give a shout out? (laughs) We're doing a shout out to Hey, I Got an Idea show. It's two brothers and every week they come up with something brand new. They invent something new. We listened to the sex toy episode, which was hilarious, which we won't give you any spoilers for. Uh, I personally have listened to the condiment episode, which was gross and hilarious. You just have to look up Hey, I Got an Idea show. And you can find them on uh, iTunes. Basically, they have their stuff on various uh, uh, platforms. Also, <laughs> you can find them on iTunes, Patreon, Comcast. That Comcast doesn't have. A- I don't know any of this stuff. <laughs> I'm just guessing. I keep looking at him expectantly, and he don't know what the Castbox. Whatever. Yeah. All right. Uh, now we're gonna do the Ask FM questions. Okay. We did these last time, and they were stupid. But we're gonna do them again. What do you like least in a person? I still want to stick with my last one that we deleted. Hypocrisy, basically. I can't even argue. That is like, I hate it. Basically, someone wanting to, everybody else to follow along certain uh, standards and certain society, but yet they don't hold themselves to it. They basically... Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. My mother. I agree. Hypocrisy is probably the one thing that can literally make me pop my top. I have a very nasty temper, 
and I do the best I can to keep it under wraps. But hypocrisy will make me snap. Hard. Uh, thankfully, I have not seen this temper. That's because I love yet. you. I love him, so I do my best not to yell at him, even yet. if I'm mad. Because half the time I'm mad, I'm not mad at him. I'm mad at something else, and it's not fair to take out my anger at him. So then I cry. <laughs> and then I eat stuff. Why I'm fat, folks. <laughs> uh, how often do you take pictures? Doesn't specify what kind. Twice a week. Never. You do take pictures. I take screenshots. Does that count? Yes. Okay. Then daily. <laughs> I don't take selfies because, um, no. Okay. Cheetos or Doritos? Cheetos. Doritos. Cheetos. As long as they're Cool Ranch. I was so mad. I bought a bag of Cool Ranch and they were ridiculously under-seasoned. I was very upset. I let the girls eat them. <laughs> All right. This one didn't make sense. What is your opinion of love? Is it permissible for them to do what they want? And are there red lines that they shouldn't skip? This is what I got out of that. What is your opinion of love? Is it okay for people in love to do whatever they want? Or are there lines that they should not cross? You had trouble with this question. I, I said yes. Basically meaning both depending on the circumstances. Because as you said in a previous podcast... Love is about how you communicate expectations between each other. And if, let's say, one person wants to give all control to the other person... Oh, I said smart. That's that's love. But if the communication or at least negotiation of what expectations they want out of the relationship... So if I want to be a table, you'll still love me? Yes. That's a thing. Mm -hmm. I would be a love seed. Don't play. (laughs) What? What? What is your opinion of love, though? My opinion of love? Uh, that's a very <laughs> vague... You look just as on the spot as you did the first time I asked you, which is why it's funny. Because it's not my... It seems like the type of question that a girlfriend would sneak in to see what you think, but swear to God, it's the one he sent me. I am not a part of this. Baby, what, is, what, what do you think about love? Shut up. <laughs> So what is your opinion of love? You got to answer the question. <laughs> what is my opinion of love? Love is a word. That's good. I like that. That's to the point. Okay. Yeah. My opinion of love is that you never actually feel it. You either are it or you're not. In hindsight. Feeling love half of the time is you feel what you think you're supposed to feel. Not what you actually feel. And then when you go back and you sit down and you self-evaluate, you're like, I never loved that person. What the hell? It's, you never feel it. You either are it or you're not. There is no middle ground. It's it's one of those hindsight deals where you can, have, you can categorize the different stages of what becoming uh, a loving someone is. That's true. But to actually be love someone is more of a hindsight For me, it's permissible for them to do what they want as long as it doesn't affect me. I don't care what you do in your personal life Mm -hmm. as long as it doesn't affect me. Yep. Uh, There's lines that they shouldn't cross. Again, what you do in your life is your life. I don't care. Yeah. I do not care what you do in your life. And and that goes back to rule number one about, about what you said. As long as it doesn't infect you. I don't care what you do. Uh, something coming up that you're excited about. You said nothing. 
I said nothing. He said he's excited about nothing, even though he gets to see me, like, at least twice a week. <laughs> um, Something coming up that I'm excited about, Tomb Raider video game. Yep. Whoop, whoop. I don't even know what's coming out. I'm, I want to be surprised. Um, I want to realize six months too late and buy it for $20. Nice. That, <laughs> that, that's how we live our lives, That's folks. how we live our lives, folks. What's the best part in your life? We already know the answer to that, Persona 5. That's currently what he's playing. I'm actually getting tired of it because it's getting more of a uh, Boring chore. and annoying? It's, yeah. you the soundtrack make, is killing me. You making me <laughs> play video games is more feeling like a chore. What do you mean making you? You have want me to expectations of not create because you think creating is a chore while forcing you me to You are getting really off topic. Let's go back to safety. Sure. You sure? Because I can I can expand upon this. No, I'm good, thanks. <laughs> What's the best part in life? The best part in life? Well, it's considering that we set up our podcast in our bedroom now instead of the living room so that we can actually control the noise more. It is it is the one thing I love in this room. Bed. Bed. Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's our that's our last answer too You're for that question. <laughs> What is your favorite food? My favorite food? You said, uh... Ramen. Fucking nasty. But I, that's kind of like head and head against uh, uh, mac and shells with chicken. Steak and potatoes. <laughs> I'm a meat and potatoes kind of later. Yes, you are. Do you love walking on a park in the autumn? I don't like walking on a park. I love walking in a park. <laughs> I don't like being outside, so no, I don't like going to the fuck park. I have a vitamin D deficiency, so sunlight makes me physically ill, so no, I don't like going to the park. Mm-hmm. If I take my umbrella, we good. I'm like the 1980s women who use the parasols so I don't freckle, but I just don't want to vomit from a headache. If our ba- bathroom tiles weren't such a dark color and they were white, I would... I would not be able to see her while he takes while I take a shower. I am not that white. Yes, you are. I'm translucent. <laughs> <laughs> I really am. It's not cool. I don't even have, like, tan lines anymore. Because it's all just pasty. Yep. But that's fine. Because yep. you love me anyway. Yes. In the dark. Yep. Because I can see you. In the dark. <laughs> In the dark. <laughs> you can see all you need to see. Go your way. <laughs> Alright, so that was the last of the things that you wanted to discuss. Now, we've been doing this podcast for 11 episodes. Uh, This will be, yeah, uh, 11. Okay. Now, you just came out of the blue with the podcast, and you just kind of wanted to do them with really no preparation and no setup. Yep. And so after listening to Um, Audacity to Podcast, where they tell you 10 common mistakes that podcasters make, he listened to it. And, and I found cried. out that he literally is making all ten. So now he's upset and feels horrible. And I'm on the other hand like, hey, at least we're recording. Yep. Like, we're doing it. And if we're making these mistakes, that's good. There's only room for improvement. Yep. We can only go up. Mm-hmm. Not to mention we're doing this with your $30 cell phone, Mike. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yep. So I say we're doing pretty damn good. I have to go potty again. <laughs> um, Did you want to add anything to this super short podcast? Nothing. I mean, I'm going to try to make this the quality of this podcast better 
Every time we record. Every time we record because we're actually working on soundproofing stuff and getting supplies. Mm, creating some pop screens and getting better microphones. Now, we can't exactly buy everything, like the starter kits, but what we're doing is basically buying supplies and making our own DIY. Which, honestly, I feel is better because it actually shows we give a shit. Yep. That and uh, I also want to see about... now. You don't. You keep on bringing this up that you don't want me to do this, but one of my what? ulterior motives about actually making all this stuff is trying to share our blueprint, the blueprints for these. Now I keep wanting you not to do what with this. Uh, you keep on saying that it we shouldn't. Uh, make this stuff for other people. Oh, yeah. Because you said, okay, the way I said we were going to set up the soundproof room in our room, but, and you were like, well, that's not easy to, to take down and put away. I was like, who cares? You're like, but I want other people to share and know how to do it. I was like, fuck other people. <laughs> we don't need nobody but us. And you were like, ugh. Yes. Uh, one uh, re Yesterday... As of uh, March 28th, uh, the television show Alex Inc. aired. Now, when you t see the television show, he's actually working with uh, expensive equipment. And I think that's kind of off-putting because he's he has the money to deal with and give a voice for himself. He has the money to get, basically ha give himself a voice. And what I would like to do is take simple equipment like ours, maybe even uh, get more, have it more professionally, so that way people in our situations can have a voice that they can get, uh, express. And I'm over here like, fuck everybody else. <laughs> Ain't nobody got our motherfucking backs. That's my life. That's I'm from the hood. That's exactly, really not. that's exactly what I'm trying to help towards is because in our situation nobody really has our backs there are people who support us are there but if who are these mysterious people but if it comes down to it they'll give us five dollars but if we have suddenly had to raise money for medical bills it's like <laughs> I'll, 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 uh, I'll give you send you thoughts and prayers helpful yes that's what I'm trying to tell you. Ain't nobody got your back but me, boo. I know. I'm the only person that matters. Okay. And you're the only person that matters to me. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to make things simple enough for other people to, at least in our situation, where nobody gives a shit that they have tools to support themselves, or at least enter into the marketplace of whatever they want to do. Okay, but you want to share it right now? Because right now our setup is gank as fuck. It is gank as and fuck. And other people can make a gank as fuck setup. So once we get this Have shit... Have you ever seen Hustle and Flow? No. Once we get this shit, you like... You haven't seen Hustle and Flow where they're setting up their own uh, studio in some uh, crack house then, then, and then they basically use uh, egg cartons on the walls to no, help create I a soundproof... I haven't seen that. <laughs> okay. Anyway... As soon as we get this set up, like, on lock, then you can share it. Until then, it's pathetic. Okay. It's basically 
that's no, what, I'm not going to say. Yeah, that's what we're working towards. I know, but until then, you can't share it. Okay. I didn't say you can't share it at all. I am a very... But until then, you can't share it. I need... I, I am a very... Per, uh, I'm a person who learns through trial and error. I'm not a uh, a person who reads something or and then suddenly knows what to do, how to implement that. I, my That's ap- me. My application has to be constant for the learning experience, not just... I could just look at something and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm done. That's why we work so well together. Yeah. Yay. Boy, you better be enthusiastic. I beat your ass. Anyway. Right now, we're sitting in our bedroom, surrounded by bookshelves. We do have our own library, basically. We have a miniature library. If if we have two more walls of uh, bookshelves, we would actually be a small village library. Anyway. In our bedroom, surrounded by our bookshelves, with mattress foam above us, and being held up by a pool, pool noodle and a lamp, and a curtain rod. The Gank I- as fuck. And the phone that we're recording into is held up by a hair clip, some wire hanger, pool noodle, and a pole from a painting mm-hmm. thingy. Yep. That's literally our setup. Being, as I said, being gank, gank being Whoa. gank as fuck is. Uh, what's up, Kyle? That's my little brother. Being gank as fuck is also meaning cheap as hell. So that way, that's my aim is to have like an under hundred dollar ex- expense for making a podcast. <laughs> Anyway, I'm, I recently tweeted earlier on Twitter Miterbump that my idea of uh, uh, podcasts can be equal to restaurants. So let's say uh, Mangus Archives is a upscale restaurant, meaning that their quality in and uh, demographic is very specific, but they have higher standards. <laughs> hey, I've got an idea, guys. I view them as more of a uh, taco truck or maybe a... Uh, Ouch, honey. You like taco trucks? Taco, I love taco trucks. They taco trucks are awesome. Tacos. We should have got them tacos on the way home yesterday. But also like a, uh, uh, a small town home style restaurant. We are basically that stand on the corner that looks legit, but is in fact not. And when we get checked for our permits, we throw tacos or hot dogs or whatever we're selling and run. I I want to move our podcast out of the lemon stand into (laughs) a legit corner street vendor. You're such a dork. Right now we're the one that walks around and our ding, ding, ding. Yep. But Shave I, I, dice. I, 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 <laughs> That's us. I, I want to have that quality so that way people can recognize We flavor our ice with soda. Nice. Because it's cheaper than syrup. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so now we're going to wrap it up by saying thank you. Uh, that you can find out more things at MiterBump.com. If you have any questions, you can ask on Twitter at Twitter.com slash MiterBump. And to support this podcast, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com, you guessed it, slash Miterbump. 
M-I-G-H-T-E-R-B-U-M-P. All one word. What the hell is up with that, by the way? What's the etymology? Where did you come from? Where did that shit come from? What's the etymology of miter bump? Sure. It is the... uh, Sounds like a bug bite. It is a uh, misheard word that my mother said while she was reading a a newspaper headline. Damn, that's deep. Well, it's the original where it came from. I thought it was just like some shit that came to your head. No. His mom's gone, by the way. So yeah. this is like super deep. It's like, I don't know, 11, 12 years ago. No, probably more than that. How old are you? Uh, then backtrack it. I No, it's been more than that. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, thanks again. Tune in next week for more ideas. You are... I'm Miter Bump. And I'm Mrs. Miter Bump. And this has been... Pitching ideas with wifey. That's like my favorite part. I know. The ending. Not just because we're no longer recording.